Bring us in again, would you? I will. All right. Episode number 36. This is 36 of 36. Fill me in a crossword blurb bag. It is. <laughs> it, how many episodes do you think we're going to do? What do you think? What, what, what is your guess? For, for season one? No, forever. Like, how many do you think, what will be, what number will be the final episode of Fill Me In? I don't know. 37? <laughs> it could be. It could be 35 at the rate we're going. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think we're going to keep doing it until we start making money. Oh, all right. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. I need a new career. I don't know if this is it. This, this. What if this was it? Well, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Honest, if I could make, if I could make a living doing this, okay, maybe I would. That's do what it. we should need to do. Especially if I didn't have to like go to broadcasting school or something. No, we do. Who needs to go to broadcasting school? We're broadcasting right now. Well, I know that, but we're not making any money at it. No. So maybe if well, we went to broadcasting school, we'd make money at it. I don't understand how going to broadcasting school would allow us to make money doing this right now. I'm not sure either. Well, I don't understand it at all. I don't understand. I don't either. understand what we're doing. <laughs> What's our goal? What is your goal with this project? These are a lot of heavy questions. I know. All of a sudden, throw at me. Where were you on the night of February 21st? <laughs> of which year? Uh, all the years. <laughs> How many years have there been so far? How many uh, February 21st have you experienced? Uh, I was in the parlor. Yeah? Yes. With the rope? With the rope. <laughs> you know, that reminds me, we really need to get that Clue Sudoku book. I was thinking about that the other the day. The Patrick Blindauer. By Blindy. Yeah. Blindy? Isn't that our nickname for him? <laughs> that might be your nickname for him. I've never called him that in my life. Patrick the Blindy Blindauer? Pat the Blindy? The Blindy. It's the Blindy. The Blindy. It's not just Blindy. Amanda, the unparalleled parallel verse engineer, has called us out that we have become lax in our nickname bestowage. Well, our nickname... Well, hmm. Bestowage. I don't think I like that word much. Why not? Find a different one. Go. Bestowing. Oh. I just... I don't care for words that end with A-G-E. Why not? I just don't. I... I, I it doesn't... Cabbage? Luggage? What about badinage? What? Badinage. That's, that sounds French. Okay. Badinage? Badinage. Are you, are you just making up sounds? I think I think this what we're doing right now is badinage. I thought this was banter. But I think it's also called badinage. If we were doing it in French. Bonjour. Uh, S'il vous plaît. Uh, oui. Uh, comme c'est zouvel. Marcel Marceau. <laughs> Ryan is now miming being inside a very oddly shaped box. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he also is... Breathing like a fish. I don't know what he's doing. He's making very unappealing facial expressions. Uh, As is my want. It is your want, in fact. Uh, so we don't have... We, it's just the two of us. Today. So it's going to be... <laughs> As opposed to most of the rest of our episodes where it's also just the no, two well, of us. No, well, we said we have guests. We do sometimes have guests. Speaking nope. of guests, I'm, gonna, I'm plugging upcoming guests. Are you ready? I'm ready. After the new year and after I get back from my snorkeling trip... Uh, which will not include you. No, it will not. Uh, we, I've talked with uh, Doug Peterson, Crossword Gentleman, a man about town. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to arrange both him and Barry C. Silk, friend and confidant to Doug Peterson, Crossword Gentleman, a man about town, to, for them to come on the show together. Excellent. Do they actually know each other? I believe they do know each other. So I'll the fact that we call Barry uh, friend and confidant, is that's a little more than is actually true, though. What do you mean? 
Are they actually friends? I think they are friends. Does Barry confide in Doug anything? He might have confided something. I mean, really? I think they know each other's email address. All right. I know a lot of people's email addresses. But they... I don't conf- confide things in them all. But they confided you their email address. They did. I don't think that was the correct way to say that. I don't think so either. But but they did. Well, excellent. So so we're plugging them because someday they're going to be on the show? Not someday. I think uh, probably in mid-January. Okay. Mid to late January. Okay. Yes. I'll look forward to it. Will, then, I, will I be on the show then? I don't know. My contract runs out at the new year, so well, we'll have to I, I haven't been renewed yet. We'll so have to renegotiate. I, I guess so. And I, then, then after that, we start our our show our shows of countdowns to our countdown of shows, our count show of downs <laughs> to the ACPT, the American Crossword Puzzle Tournament. Yes, yes. How many are we going to count down? Are we just going to, like, at what point do we start counting down toward the ACPT? 14. At 14? Mm-hmm. All right, so please rewind your iPods about seven weeks, if you would. Wait, no, I was not show, not, not 14 shows. Okay. But we will start the countdown at 14. 14 what? I'm not sure yet. Oh. But the countdown will start at 14. So at some point we'll announce... 14. 14, and then there'll be a pause, then we'll announce what 14 is. I see. And people will go, oh, never, I couldn't believe number 14 was, hey! Okay, then. And then we count down all the way down to one. Will all of the counting happen in one episode, or do we spread it out over several weeks? I think we spread it out because there are many things easily divisible into 14. 14 is easily divisible by many things. I, I this, believe this, it's easily divisible by two things. This is a great segue. Is it? Into some viewer mail. Did you say what you just said on purpose so that you could segue into viewer mail? You know what? Mail? I didn't. You but didn't? As I was saying wow. it, the segue appeared before me like a visage. Ugh. Another A-G-E word. Uh, before we... Okay. Let me... Let me... Let me do the viewer mail theme song. <laughs> Would you please? All right. <laughs> Are you doing it? No, I, I'm... No, I, no, you have to do it. You do it. We haven't opened the mailbag yet. We haven't explained what's going to happen. We'll close it up with the with the grand finale. But, but you do but it. But we all. can't close it with your version. We No, we can't close it. We'll, we'll, we'll do it as like a little encore. We'll do the other version <laughs> as an encore. So would you just please do the real version now? Thank you. Viewer mail. Opening it up. Excellent. The viewer mailbag has been opened. It has. Hooray. Which one do you want to start with? We have two viewer mails. With Barry C. Silk. Oh, we have three viewer mails. We do. So Barry C. Silk, well... This is an old viewer mail. It is. And the mail itself, like, there's nothing for us really to read to you. We can just sort of talk about what it is we got from Barry C. Silk. Well, four weeks ago, approximately, Vic Fleming, Judge Vic... Judge Vic. Wait, we have to... Do we have a name for him? Vic... Vic the Vic judge from the Arkansas. Gavel, Vic the gavel Fleming. Vic the gavel Fleming. Fleming. So Vic the gavel Fleming. <laughs> uh, about four weeks ago. Yes. I think it was on a Wednesday. Yes. We got an email from him, and he's, he's on a Wednesday. You just sort of made that part up. That no, has I, nothing to do with anything. I believe it was on a Wednesday. Okay. Uh, he sent us a puzzle. Uh, this was after we had him on the show. He sent us a puzzle. We opened it up, we did the puzzle, and the theme was about us. It was. It was all about us. All about us. Very flattering. Very cool. And we posted it on the uh, website. Yes. Then about two or three days later, we get an email from Barry C. Silk. Yes. That has a puzzle. And it's about us. It's very bizarre. I mean, some of the theme answers are actually 
I think they might be identical. Some of them are identical. It's true. So it was very odd. Because, and both were... I mean, the Vic Fleming one was, was... was What's the word I'm looking for? Provoked? By him being on the show. Okay. Where the Barry C. Provoked, Silk one okay. was provoked by... I, we did nothing to provoke it. No. Other than being us. Yeah. And it was just odd that they came within about three days of each other. Yeah. So we... Did Vix first, yep. because he had just been on the show, and we didn't want to do Barry's at the same time, because we wanted people to give people a chance... To forget the theme answers. Exactly. Right, because th- those aren't going to be very easy to remember at all. And then the last couple of shows, we meant to do it, and we've just run out of time. Yes. So, since we we made sure to do it first, after some badinage, today. <laughs> very, very well narrated. <laughs> Thank you thank for you. that. So we will post. So thank you, Barry. The the it's very flattering. It I, is. I have to say it's very cool. I mean, the theme answers. There's no surprise here what the theme answers are. Right. Especially if anybody is listening to this and is looking at our blog, they know what these theme answers are. I think it's totally bizarre that Ryan and Brian do crosswords, come on brains, and be more smarter can all sort of symmetrically fit into a grid as theme answers. I, I, like I think I said, that, that I think that's bizarre. It's destinage. You think it is destinage? It is. All right. Uh, so we'll post this puzzle on the website, on yep. the blog, on the post, if you will. I I won't. I think you will. And uh, thank you, Barry. It was, it's very flattering. It is, and it's a fun puzzle. There's plenty it of is. other stuff in there that's a lot of fun. It, there is. So there is that. That's good. So then our next viewer mail. Which one do we do next? Do you think? Uh, should we save Dan Fair for last? Sure. So our next one comes from Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinaire and constructor of the Friday Puzzle. And Mike Nothnagel, the, uh, the basic gist of Mike's email is to tell us about, uh, what he knows about math. Do we want, do we want to do that first part? Uh, no. We don't? No. So let's talk about what Mike knows about math, which is apparently two (laughs) things. Uh, one, he teaches math at the college level. We were wondering what type yeah, of math Yeah, we didn't know teacher. what kind of math he taught. And, uh, he says, I teach what is commonly called developmental math, which usually encompasses courses through intermediate algebra. What, now, what is intermediate algebra? I don't know. I took algebra. I did not take algebra in college. When did you take algebra? Well, I took algebra. In what the is se- algebra? I took algebra in the seventh grade. What is algebra? Algebra, I don't know. Algebra is like x equals two and things like that. X equals two? That's algebra. Know. Yeah, when you I, have, I didn't do better in you it. You have then. variables. You know, you have letters in place of uh, actual numbers. You know, you can graph things. Uh. When does algebra stop being algebra and become something else? At what point? Uh, I don't know. I think for me that was like tenth grade, ninth grade. Well, I don't mean specifically <laughs> for you. I meant oh. in the world at large. For mathematicians. 1844, I think, is, is when it stopped being algebra. Is, is, is that a date? Or <laughs> is, that, is that a time? Yes. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so, no, I have to, I don't know. I don't know. I did very well at algebra when I did it, but it was so long ago, I don't remember anything about it. I, I, I didn't do well yeah. at it when I did it, and I also don't remember anything about it. Well, so now we're even. Uh, and then Mike goes on to explain, by definition, a multiple of an integer. 
is what you get when you multiply that integer by another integer. So you can't say that 35 is a multiple of 12, because even though something times 12 is 35, that something isn't an integer. I think maybe in a previous episode I argued with you that I could divide 35 by 12. So he's calling you out. I think he's calling me out. Because I would not presume to say what is an integer. Because I think I, I might have just sort of snidely said that 35 was a multiple of 12 because I could divide it that way. Uh, and now Mike is telling me, no, no, So you would have no. failed his class. I, I would have failed his class. Um, yeah, I guess I would have. But Well, okay. okay, so Mike, we want to continue this, this line of questioning. Tell us, what is algebra? When does algebra end? Does it end right at 1844, right before 1844, right after? And what is badinage? And what is, what is badinage? And what does that have to do with algebra? Exactly. It has something to do with algebra, but you need to figure it out and tell us. Yes. Uh, so that's Mike Nothnagel. There you go. And our final... Our, our final our, I can't speak now. <laughs> our final viewer mail uh, comes from our good friend Dan Fair... Winner of the Sea Division. Winner of the Sea Division. Uh, and, uh, and this is a title, by the way, that uh, could become obsolete soon. We, we have merely two months until the ACPT at which yes. Dan Fair could win another division. Uh, I mean, will we, will we then call him one-time winner of the Sea Division? Well, he's or will he always be winner of the Sea Division to I, us? Well, we do know for a fact that he will not be winning the Sea Division again. No, because he, he won't be in the Sea Division. He won't division. be in the Sea Division. For that matter, you and I cannot win the Sea Division either, for we will not be in the Sea Division. We won't? No. What's we did so badly, we have fallen out of the Sea Division. Into what? D, E, F, I'm not sure. Wow. But what, is, what is F equal? F equals 3. Okay. So X equals 2 and F equals 3. That is correct. Okay, good. So X plus F equals 6. Okay, this is algebra and this is why you failed it. <laughs> did, did I get it right? No. Wait, 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 wait. X equals 3? X equals 2 and F equals 3. Oh, 5. Well, so, see. So but... X plus F equals 5. Yes. Is that intermediate algebra? Maybe. Mike Nothnagel could tell us. So what Dan Fayer uh, sent to us is, uh, it, was, it was wonderful, and we're putting it on the blog. We don't really know what we can do to talk about it, but there's a link on the blog here, so you could take a look at it, it yourself. It is quite awesome. It really is quite awesome. Uh, do we talk about what it is, or we just leave it for it the viewers is, to well, look at? Well, I think we should, I, we have to talk about it a little bit, just because of the pure awesomeness of it. Dan uh, took Ryan's classic viewer mail song and right. transcribed it. And he wrote it out as sheet music, and it's fantastic. It and is. It, it looks like real music, and it, it, it has the lyrics are there, and the, the credit is there, and the title is there, and the key signature, and time C-cord? signature. Your C chord is there, and it just it looked so official. So now it's available for everybody to download and enjoy, and it was created by Dan Fair, winner of the C-Division, and he credits himself on the page, appropriately as so. The transcri- uh, as the transcriber. Uh, I think he says transcription by. Transcription by. Uh, and so then I decided to go one step further, uh, and I should make it very clear, I am certainly not going you know, one step better than, because this is not better than. What but Dan this has is done a, a is visual, about the best it can be. This is not a visual podcast. It is not. There's an audio element to this, and what I have done is I took Dan Fair's sheet music and then using only uh, you know synthesized sounds 
without Ryan, without Ryan's voice and without Ryan's finger snapping, I have regenerated the viewer mail song purely, <laughs> purely through the computer with absolutely no human involvement whatsoever. Yes. And, uh, and so as an encore presentation, we will now share with you that version of the viewer mail song. And here it is. I am ready. All right, here it is. We're inserting it. Edi- we're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna insert it here. Yeah, yeah. I'm not actually gonna play it. Okay. But here it is. Okay. So here no, it is. No, it, it, here it is. <laughs> All right. Stop talking. Sorry. Here it is. Viewer mail. Opening it up. Wasn't that amazing? Oh my god! <laughs> How about that? Holy the mackerel. The magic of movies. The magic indeed. Uh, so, Dan Fair, winner of the C-Division, that was awesome. It really was. It, it made both of us laugh out loud when we opened up the email. Yes, literally so. I laughed out loud sitting yes. here in, in my office. Uh, it was very funny. It was. Delightful. Funny for people who can read music and funny for people like me who can't read music. That's true. Yes. That's true. Well, that's the extent of our viewer mail this week. Uh, do we uh, close up the viewer mailbag? Yeah, we... well, there's no more mail. Viewer mail. Closing it up. So that, Dan, has not transcribed the uh, viewer mail closing song, uh, but it is awfully similar. Perhaps <laughs> uh, perhaps that wouldn't take too it's, much time. There is a subtle difference. There is a subtle difference. There it's is. more in the interpretation than much else. Slight difference in the lyrics, uh, but yeah, there you yes. have it. There you have it. And and I think the, the, the tone of the second one is more of a closing tone. Yeah, it really does feel uh, feel much more final. <laughs> than the, the opening spring-like atmosphere of the first one. Yeah, the opening just has this sense of optimism about it, this, this <laughs> feeling that anything could happen. But the closing song, it just sort of... It's more I feel set, I feel, But I feel settled. <laughs> I feel like, you know, all right, we've done all we can do. <laughs> the rest is up to God. <laughs> right? Yes, I, right. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Absolutely. I almost said haphazardly agree with you. <laughs> I <laughs> think you should do that too. Absolutely. Uh, now, uh, on to the puzzles. Yes. I had a 6 out of 7 this week. You did? I did. And the one I did not get was Saturday by Karen M. Tracy, which was ridiculous. Yeah. It was ridiculous. You want to know how ridiculous it was? How? I have I have not even looked at it. Well, that's how ridiculous it was. Y- you shouldn't. I, don't I mean, think you I will. should. I mean, it's a good puzzle. I'm not saying it's not a good puzzle, but I got the bottom third, maybe after about an hour, and I simply could not do any more. Yeah. And I tried and I tried and I no Google. I googled and I googled and I finally got. I finally solved it with googling, but it was ridiculous. It was just. It was so. Difficult. Now, what do you think made it that way? Do you think it was that the the answers, the entries in the grid were just obscure things? They or, were very obscure. Or the, the clues were misleading? I, I, you know what? There was a little bit of both. And, and, and one misleading clue to me was you having not looked at it. Let, let me ask you what this means to you. Six down. In quotes, good boy. Okay. What, what do you think that is referring to? Uh, something you'd say to your dog. There you go. Something you say to your dog. That's uh-huh. what when when I see quotes, 
I assume it's... It's something you say. It's something you say, okay. so then the answer is something you say. Yep, Do you know what the answer is? Uh, I don't. Would you like me to tell you? Yes. Jack Horner. What? Jack Horner. Oh, doesn't he say, what a good boy what am I? What a good I? boy am I. Yeah. Now, I feel that's a little bit misleading. Well, he's a self-proclaimed good boy. I guess the quotes are are that self-proclamation. <laughs> I, you know, do you not find that misleading? Uh, are you kidding? We're talking about a Saturday here. Uh, I find the existence of the day misleading. <laughs> now, there were also some great ones. Uh, 20 Across Centipede Alternative was Donkey Kong. That's good. I enjoyed that. That's good. There was another centipede one, uh, which was, uh, ma- I think, Maker of Centipede. Centipede was, Producer. Centipede Producer, which was Atari. Now, that's odd that two centipede clues are actually both... Referring to the same kind yes, of centipede. That had me fooled. For That's a, while. a little weird. I mean, usually you have two sort of, you know, particular clues like that. They are about two entirely different things. Yes. So here they were both about the video game. Both about the video game. Were you any good at that video game? I'm. I continue to be horrible at it. Do you think it's because of the trackball? I think it had partly to do with the trackball, partly to do with eye-hand coordination, and partly to do with my general nervous nature. Yeah. It's a very it's a it's a nerve wracking game. Were you good at it? Not particularly. There were there were other other video games of the era that I was much better at. Donkey Kong, for one. Were you good at Donkey Kong? I was fairly good at Donkey Kong. Have you ever watched The King of Kong? No. A Fistful of Quarters? No. That you surely watch. Yeah. Uh, other, I mean, but then there were things like Thirty Three Down, Tenor Roll, and La Gioconda. Seven Down, Blank Lavoisier, The Father of Modern Chemistry, uh, Blank Madonna, Raphael Painting, Glaucus's Love in the Last Days of Pompey. Wow. I don't know any of these. So I just, I just wasn't very good at this puzzle. No. How, how much did you get before you had to turn to Google? I would say I got maybe 20%. 20%? And it was all at the bottom. Completely at the bottom. I don't, I don't know how you do it. I, I'm sure I would have gotten 0%. Well, like I said before, we have two different solving styles. I know. You solve it and I don't. <laughs> no. Well, you just don't have the patience. I don't. I think we should continue this argument each show. Really? Yes. About how I don't have the patience and you do? Yes. Okay. How do we go on about doing that? Well, we just did. Oh, but now that, we can that was leave it? it? We're done? We can leave it for the week. Oh, okay. And we can revisit it. Oh, good. I look forward to that. Okay. So there are, I think, almost exactly two months until the ACPT. I just thought I'd point that out. Yes, it's right at the end of February. February 28th. February 28th, beginning of March. And today is December 28th. Yes. Yeah. So there we go. Wow. It's go time. Go In time. Two, two months. months. Two months. You have two months to get yourself ready to... Uh, Unseat Tyler Hinman. And only three or four weeks left before we start our top 14 countdown. Absolutely. Top 14 ways to unseat Tyler Hinman. That's not what it's going to be, is it? No. You have, it's so. a secret. You won't tell me what the 14 things well, are. Well, once you figure it out, I will keep it a secret from you. You will keep it a secret from Probably. me? Probably. Oh. Lucky me. Yes. Lucky, lucky. Now for our puzzle of the week. The puzzle Music, of the week. Music, please. That was John Cage's four minutes and thirty three seconds played at quintuple time. Wait, we need music of the week, uh, puzzle of the week music. I think we need a music of the week puzzle. <laughs> puzzle of the week music. I think you need to provide such. Maestro, 
And go! No! You need to provide the music. No. You are our show's music no. director. No, you are the music director. No, I am outside of this show a music director, but within the confines of this show, you are the music director. Well, you are the I singer, am, you are the I pianist. I am directing you to play music. That's what you play. do as a music director. No, no. I do not do music on this show. You have. I, I really try not to. All right, well, we'll come up with a song at some point. Will we? Maybe. Wow, that was really defeated. It was. At some point. Well, you're a musician and you won't play I music. won't. All right, so Puzzle of the Week. The Puzzle of the Week was on Tuesday, December 23rd by Joe Crozel. Joe Crozel, Joe, key of he the just, crazy puzzles. Yeah, Crozel's crazy puzzles. <laughs> His name almost kind of rhymes with puzzle. It does. Maybe it does, and we're saying it wrong. Maybe Cruzzle it's Crozel. Maybe it's Joe Crozel. So Joe's puzzle here on Tuesday, December 23rd. We're going to have to get him on the show at some point. Yes, I have a nickname We're going to have to talk to him. Joe Crozel rhymes with puzzle. That's his nickname? Yes. Okay. So if you've done this puzzle, then you'll agree with me. It's pretty damn cool. It's amazing. Yeah. It is a normal 15 by 15 grid with a whole bunch of, you know, relatively easy, gettable words. Tuesday-ish. Tuesday-ish words. Some some were a little odd. Well, I had one spot that I just couldn't figure out. Nim? I had two nim. That no. was nim. I oh think. yeah, I had the the eye of nim, the crossing between nim and edile, and also uh, a little higher up there in the right hand side in the middle, uh, the l of lamina and lodi. I had no idea. I don't know either of those words at all. They're both foreign. It could have been any consonant, except that as I was stuck, I'm looking through it at like, what's the theme? What is the theme here? Right, and I'm, I'm seeing a lot of just sort of generic letters. And I'm thinking, is there... Maybe the whole puzzle is built on only like ten letters of the alphabet or something. And and then I'm looking and I'm seeing things that look like they kind of match. Like 17 across was uh, actress Cone. And 64 across was look what blank. And so it was Dee Dee and I did. And I'm looking at these things and... Oh, and then right in the middle there, 40 across, is uh, Thanksgiving time, abbreviation, N-O-V, and 41 across right next to it is rocket scientist Werner Blank Brown, which is V-O-N. And it dawns on me that this entire puzzle has a mirror running through it. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. And you could spin the entire grid 180 degrees, and just like the black squares have... 180 degree rotational symmetry so do the letters in this puzzle I, I have absolutely no idea how one goes about doing something like this. I don't either I don't either it is absurd it is amazing uh, very very cool I have to, and I have to admit that I am one of those that had no idea what the clue was until I read what the clue was all right I'm gonna start again uh, yeah. I have to admit. That I was one of those who had no idea what the clue was. Yeah, until, no idea what the clue was. <laughs> and I had no idea what the theme was until ah. I looked at uh, Jim Horn's wordplay blog. Yeah. Because I looked at it to see what the hell the clue was. Uh, wow. What is wrong with me? <laughs> what is wrong with me? You really want me to start on that subject? No, please don't. Okay. We, we don't have too much time no? left. Uh, to find out what the theme was. And the theme was that it's flipped over. <laughs> well, no wonder you had no idea what the clue was. You can't even explain it. <laughs> but how do you do this? How do you 
how do you have a clue like Ararat, and then I, I, I wouldn't even be able to do one clue, and then another clue with the answers backwards and forwards. <coughs> Outside of a crossword okay, puzzle. Okay, you have to stop. You're you're like you're about to have a seizure. Well, I mean, I'm just so. Ast- no, you're you're about to like fall off of your chair. <laughs> I'm just so astounded by by your face is pink. <laughs> I'm so astounded by the fact that you could that this is possible. Yeah. And plus, he used exactly half of the letters in the alphabet. Oh, he did. Yes, he used thirteen letters. Wow. Is that half? Uh, it is, in fact, half. So this is amazing. Yeah, I think it's amazing, and uh, I think it's amazing. What else? Sailed and Delia's. Yeah. Who even knows that that can be done backwards? Diaper and repaid. Edison and no side. Yep. What was the clue for no side? Uh, Sixty across. Uh, Main course only. (sighs) No side. So this is amazing. Joe Crozel rhymes with puzzle. Also did the vowel puzzle. The vowel puzzle. A few weeks ago where he had those blocks of nine all vowels. I don't remember this puzzle. Well, there were blocks of nine. There were nine circles. It was a three by... um, I am never going to get a job as an explainer of things. (laughs) No, you will not. I'll never be Ryan explainer at large. No. Because I'm terrible at explaining things. Ryan, I'm, I'm currently hiring for a new position on my staff. <laughs> I'm looking for somebody to explain things. Well, that would not be me. Uh, would you like to apply for this position? I'd love no. to interview for the position of explainer at large. <laughs> no, I am no explainer at large. <laughs> really? But he did the vowel puzzle. He did the lies puzzle. Yeah. He did another puzzle. What's that sound? I don't know. It sounded like a heartbeat. It did sound like a heartbeat. What was that? I wonder. Did it? Did the? Did the mics pick that up? I don't know. That was very cool. Maybe I have somebody plastered into the walls. Maybe this is you like do. an Edgar Allan Poe story. So we're just about at a half an hour. We are. I think we should just wrap this up. We should wrap it up. Uh, we're going to try to uh, squeeze in another episode before the new year. Not before the new year, but before I go on my cruise. Okay. Uh, because this time next week. I will be in the middle of the ocean. You will. Hopefully on the boat. <laughs> I hope so. God, I hope so. Wow, if you're not, that's trouble. That is trouble. Yeah. Uh, so we'll try to squeeze one in before then. Uh, but if not, then we'll do one after I get back. All right. That sounds like a good plan. That will be episode 37. This has been episode 36. And thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. And uh, thank you also for joining us. Thank you for joining us. I believe I am.